Hello and welcome back to another episode in the Running in Circles podcast. This is um, episode 6, so we're halfway done through the season. And uh, yeah, so today what we're going to talk about is an important subject. It's a subject that's not talked about often. And it's a subject that is, you know, a little difficult to speak on. Um, so for this episode, I have two of my friends who I met from BITS. And uh, guest number one is uh, Nirmit here. Hi, Pallav. It's what, my third time. Four yeah, third season. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, and appearing for the first time uh, in season three, we have uh, Shruti. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pallav. So, hi, I'm Shruti and uh, I've, started, I've gone to bits with Pallav. And yeah, I stay in Bangalore and I work as a product marketer. So yeah, that's a bit about me. <laughs> yes, nice, nice of you to plug in your resume there. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Yeah, just in case any recruiter is listening, you know, you, you know who to contact now. So anyways, uh, then let's get started with the episode. So in today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, relationship with parents and, you know, how essentially that is, like everybody has, like, a difficult or like a not so easy, not a straightforward relationship with parents and navigating that as a child, as a teen, as now almost as a fully grown up, a grown up adult. So to talk about this, uh, you know, my first question would be, you know, what was your upbringing like uh, starting with you? Again, um, in a nutshell, I think I was quite privileged. So I, my upbringing was great. I mean, I had a great childhood. Uh, so I can't really complain about much. Uh, and it, with respect to my parents, so I was, I am the first child and I have a younger sister. So mm-hmm. just in that context, I think I was probably the experimental child. Uh, <laughs> no, really, I, you, it's, it's not funny. I think it's quite... Uh, no, the way you uh, mentioned it's experimental child. Okay. No, really. So I think whatever... Uh, no, I mean, I see the difference with how they... You just brought me up and treated me versus now I, you know, my sister's childhood is like, uh, and it's obviously very different. Not that one's right and one's wrong. Yeah. They were also first time parents. So in a way, my childhood was great. And I would say even my sister's childhood is going great. Mm-hmm. So I, I have, I didn't have nothing to complain about, but yeah, I, I do think that a lot of the, the brunt of their inexperience or yeah. Even they were trying to figure out being first Yeah, like you, you face certain was... difficulties which your sister um, I wouldn't say difficulties, but so again, I again I have no reason to complain, but I wouldn't say difficulties, mm-hmm. but I think whenever they were trying to, you know, experiment with it as as first time parents, I had to sort of bear the brunt. Mm-hmm. Which is I mean, not my fault or theirs. Yeah. It just so happens that my sister came after me. Otherwise she would be the yeah. one to bear the brunt. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, I think great channel in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Shruti? Um, so for me, it's a bit different. Um, so I had really strict parents growing up. Or yeah. actually, to be honest, parent, my mom is the strict one, and my dad's pretty cool. Okay. So, um, I can I cannot pinpoint saying when did they start being strict. But my mom mm-hmm. comes from a small place back in Andhra Pradesh. 
and yeah. we we were growing up in a metropolitan city like bangalore which is very different from where she's been yeah, absolutely yeah yeah so i think a lot of her uh, notions kind of stem from my native place and the way like uh, my grandmom used to go to work all the time so my grandmom's mom used to take care of my mom so i think the generation she's grown up with is two generations older or three generations older than what, what we are today so okay, i think she carries a lot of that with her those values uh, those values or those stereotypes or uh, those patriarchal you know strong roots it's very rooted in her so for me it was a constant fight all my childhood growing up trying to get her to understand or trying to create a common space because i think with parents as much mm-hmm. uh, as i looked around so because my parents used to be really strict i would really notice a lot of my friends with their parents how they behave mm-hmm. or i would really you know kind of study about it and understand what the psychology is a lot yeah. for me to just develop a mid ground between me and my parents uh-huh. so you know looking at a lot of my other people's uh, you know other pe- my friends parents i would feel really jealous growing up i would have this notion that north indian parents might be a little more cooler i wish i was you know i wish i could marry this north indian guy so that i could be a cool parent if i grew up you know yeah so yeah. it and by strict i mean like really strict you know i would get very strict eat, huh? yeah i would get to eat mcdonalds once in two months if for the rest 59 days or something i i yeah. said home uh-huh. yeah so that's just like one thing mm-hmm. and that would make me always feel out of place growing up i've also shifted like a lot of schools because mm-hmm. uh, my parents are from andhra so bangalore yeah. for them doesn't study they think that everything bangalore does is extra co-curricular activities so they were oh. so upset with okay. every school i was in so i shifted like nevin uh. schools till my 10th grade and and wait this know, was between back and forth between andhra pradesh and bangalore right No this is only Bangalore actually. Oh this is in Bangalore. Okay, got it. Yeah, only in Bangalore. So Got it. You know, I would like every new school, I would feel a little you being new is always yeah, you know, also scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, also now that you said that you've changed a lot of schools, I feel that impacts a lot because like as yeah. a child, of course it's easy to make friends, but then you don't let stability if it's not there then you yeah. sort of it's tough in a way. Absolutely. So it kind of like affects me a lot even today i'm still yeah. dealing with kind of finding stability because even i travel a lot myself since college yeah. and sometimes when i come back, like at college it it just just be college and vacation mm-hmm. going to a new place so i wouldn't ever go home. home yeah so coming back to one place means so much to me right now because i work and i i have mm-hmm. a space of my own and it's a very safe space for me mm-hmm. but i really miss having friends from like first grade or second grade mm-hmm. and you know having something long term is really hard for me because mm-hmm. i'm just not used to staying not at home so yeah i'm being new in the school and you know just kind of you know uh, i i i just always feel out of place that's the word to describe my oh. childhood <laughs> and Yeah. but my dad used to definitely soften it a bit because he was the chill parent and he he was the one i would go and tell my you know feelings to and you know just kind of express it a bit to a certain extent but there would be only so much he could do because it's two parents who have extremely two different parenting styles 
yeah. and they themselves are not able to find middle ground so it's mm-hmm. a, it, it was a mess yeah. also like i think you have a brother right uh, yeah 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 i do have a younger brother uh so he so again my mom uh, she was always nice to him I, again I, i i want to believe that it stems from the idea where you know generally in my family even in andhra a lot of uh. the guys are given more importance than mm. girls it's just uh, the very deep rooted patriarchy which they don't realize even till today if my brother comes home from college it's the everyone's just so excited and like yeah because maybe i work from home and i stay at home most of the time and i mm-hmm. keep going maybe it's not that fun for them when i'm home maybe but yeah yeah maybe maybe some uh stories from nirmit also like you were the maybe the experimental child and you know parents are figuring out how to yeah the parenting and then yeah something similar to that yeah so it's better yeah so to talk about uh myself uh you know i'm the younger child um okay. so yeah so it's for me it was like you know i'm very glad that i have a sister though because uh you know she was almost like a third parent if you can say so in a way that was a privilege and later on i realized you know that was actually you know preventing not preventing preventing is the right word i feel i would have grown better if i was you know little out of outside of her shadows um, okay so it was like that but uh, to sum it up not to sum it up to you know start the story i would say that you know i come from a i would say middle class family that uh, you know my grandfather he moved from a village in gujarat to ahmedabad which was like a big step at that time and this is this i'm talking about is like 1990 something and uh, you know dad dad was you know dad worked hard and then we moved from ahmedabad to bangalore okay and the reason for moving to bangalore was you know literally our education like my sister and my education so uh, it was a big step and i was like coming from ahmedabad bangalore is like a very big change so i was brought up in a very religious way like the like the culture also is like different right like parents they have been brought up in ahmedabad and you know now i'm growing up in bangalore so i was brought up in a religious way and uh, like i i wouldn't want to compare exactly because uh but what i would like to say is that you know spending habits in a traditional gujju family is like very different from like a city like bangalore like understand yeah yeah like most of my friends they had you know xbox and ps and stuff and you know i couldn't yeah. relate to that because me too yeah i totally yeah. understand yeah yeah so i couldn't relate to that i'm like are you why the gaming and stuff things like that okay uh but then you know i like if let's say my friends got xbox and ps at like 5th grade or 6th grade i got it way later in like somewhere like 9th grade 10th grade and that i got a nintendo wii so that i was i was probably the happiest then i'm like oh wow dad got a game and all let's play let's have a nice time and stuff so uh you know that spending habits was was a thing uh that i distinctly remember uh and uh another challenge was uh, you know like if you're if you're in a middle class family your number one priority is going to be academics like literally everything around your life is centered around academics like uh, you know enjoyment and stuff i used to feel that enjoyment is like a by product of academics like you work hard then you get to enjoy it's not like yeah it's not it's not something that can coexist that you can enjoy as well as do 
but that's a that was a mind blowing concept okay uh yeah. yeah so i've felt that you know enjoyment is like a byproduct of academics so um yeah i've always and i've always been good in academics that way okay like since second grade to like you know like till 12th grade i've i was good in academics because you know like parents want that goal for you you want and that becomes your, because parents want that goal that becomes your goal as well your goal yeah yeah so that becomes a goal and then um yeah that's how you know i ended up in uh, bits but <laughs> yeah it, it was it was this je cycle that i got into okay that i used to get i used to get 98% every time okay and then you know parents again you know being parents they they want to fo- they want to they want to see you succeed right so uh, yeah they were like oh you got only 98% oh you lost 2% and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah that that was my i mean my dad still says that but it's in the, it's in a com- comedic way it's not like meant to pressure you mm-hmm. thing but yeah so because these things are, are there um like the fidji talks and stuff that started for me in like 6th 7th grade okay that oh you have to go to fidji also now um so yeah did it four years of fidji um I mean, at eighth grade, you don't really know what you want to do, but yeah, I joined exactly. uh, with Gene like ninth, tenth grade, and yeah, it helped me. You know, it didn't help me get IIT, but yeah, it did help me get bits, and yeah, that that's my story so far. I totally, totally relate. Like with respect to the money part, so yeah. my we also grew up in a middle class family. Yeah. Uh, but. it was not like we were ever struggling and uh-huh. like now when i sit and talk to my dad he mm. did tell me there were moments of struggle but mm. he didn't let us know but it was mm. always like you know whatever like my friends used to get like 100 bucks or 500 bucks mm. cool okay for like we mm. are yeah, pocket money for canteen and yeah. like if i ask my parents even for like 50 rupees okay which is such like a big such thing a big yeah and uh, back then 10 rupees was such a big thing that's a big thing even 10 yeah. bucks and it it's like my dad would be like my dad would say just le- like ask me what you want uh-huh. i'll get it for you guys yeah. like I'll, uh-huh. i'll go to the store and get it for you but it used to be like pani puri or samosa in the canteen uh-huh. or something yeah. or just to like show your friends that yeah even you can get like money <laughs> with you know with just kids. or the biggest thing uh-huh. for me in my childhood was i thought i would grow up this was in 6th <laughs> 7th grade Mm-hmm. I thought I would grow up and buy an iPod, and that would be my biggest Goal. thing ever. Uh. Because all my friends had like Nano and iPod, and I would love to listen yeah. to music. And uh. you know, it was my biggest thing. And my dad used to be like, like my mom would relate mm-hmm. it to Marx, but uh. my dad. So my parents are into spirituality too. In fact, my mom right yeah. now runs an ashram in Andhra. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, my dad used to be like. if you can you know mug up lalita sahasranamam which is mm. a, you know a sort of a recital if mm. you can mug that up i give you an ipod and i i write that it is very hard yeah <laughs> it's it's a, it's like a goal that if you get yeah, to get that that yeah, so many of those are yeah, yeah. i know and you know even for uh, you know studies totally relate man like i think every indian sort of kid does because mm-hmm. you like i was really really into sports basketball to be specific mm-hmm. i would play for my school and all of that and i would lie to my mom saying i had some extra classes mm-hmm. and all of that stay back in mm-hmm. school because school for me used to end at 2 o'clock yeah that's that's what bangalore schools are 
and then uh this narayana came to bangalore and narayana was from uh seven o'clock in the morning yeah. to seven o'clock in the evening and i yeah. was like are you that's kidding? a lot i was like are you kidding me is cool <laughs> I, I and my parents put me there for three years eight nine ten oh so okay huh before now you know i was i i would just have few hours of school and i would play for the rest of the hours and stuff but mm-hmm. my mom figured out and she she put me into this narayana and mm-hmm. i completely lost touch with sports with reading i used to read a lot because there were no phones back then and i would have like a library uh, near my house so i would just spend hours reading which was still a problem because i'm reading novels and not like academic books mm-hmm. you know so yeah i mean the whole study thing i didn't mm-hmm. even i i just knew that i'm preparing for something in narayana mm-hmm. called iit but i didn't even know what iit was what, i was uh, i didn't know that it was like an entrance exam for mm-hmm. an engineering college that i discovered in my 11th and 12th <laughs> yeah after 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 i got into this reputed institution in hyderabad and yeah. the first time i didn't succeed i felt like my life was going to end i thought there was nothing more to it because yeah. iit was like everything and then i went to kota i dropped wow. in here yeah and then i i studied in kota again but then it it, just, it, it was just never my thing i was just, mm-hmm. i just liked maths but that didn't mean that you know it, it didn't mean anything and I wanted to do so many other things. After I went to Kota, I then realized that, you know, okay, there is a life beyond engineering. You know, the mm. people do other things while talking mm. to other people and all. So, yeah, I totally relate to your story. Yeah. Also, also for the people who are not aware of this concept called Narayana, Narayana is like a school that your parents send you. If you, if like, if your parents hate you, they send you to Narayana. So yeah, that's a concept. Uh, yeah, for context, Narana is the strictest one of the coach. I mean, yeah, it's the best coaching center or whatever. Yeah, all. I mean, and and that's to say, everyone else is really strict anywhere. Yeah, but Narana is just god levels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Narana, they put a marks list every week of mm-hmm. your JE mains weekly yeah. test on the board on the notice board. for the whole of the school to see where you stand and how to treat you based on that god it's that dramatic correct that i think that used to happen in school also like uh, midterm like you know if, let's say you have exams or something then the like top 3 people would get their names on the board and stuff right so i remember parents used to be very happy when my name used to come up on board so oh. i mean yeah so when they feel happy and you feel like sort of happy now are they, yeah. wow you are, you okay you okay you found that good so you and i'm going to work hard for that Yeah. So yeah, that that was again going back, looking back, looking back at that. It's not something that you know that that culture should like stop. I guess. Yeah, well, education in India. Talking about it is a whole different conversation. Let's not even get there. <laughs> yeah, that I think yeah was side stopping. Sorry, side stepping, not stopping. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then let's go to the you know next. part which is uh, you know when did you sort of realize that your relationship with parents has is is beginning to change let me yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, i think i this bring back bring back all the pridgin i mean of course i think that day that i i think i went off to college i think for i don't know for me that cuz even i think for example if shruti maybe her year in kota was something different than living at home but i obviously said till 12 at home so more or less everything was the same but i think yeah when i did go off to college 
I mean, to bits, of course, I think that's definitely when, uh, that is definitely when things changed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I think living, again, living away from home and I realized that not just because of my son, but in comparison to a lot of my friends who stayed back mm-hmm. in Bombay and they just stayed at home for college, right? Again, I mean, I'm not talking about whether, of course, there's nothing different or wrong about that. I'm saying, but mm-hmm. their relationship with their parents. The college life was different I mean, than, yeah, not just college life, but just coming back home to your parents and having their accountability back home. Like, yeah. A whole other difference in college. Yeah, yeah. For all three of us, living in college is probably a lot more freeing. Yeah. Or not just freeing, but like discovering your own decisions. Of, huh, I think huh. at the age of 17, making, I mean, making decisions about your day and what you want to do the next day, I think that matters a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially to Indian kids because most Indian kids don't have their own agency until I don't know that or they and they're twenty three or twenty four mm-hmm. or married mm-hmm. or something. Most most cases when they married, it's okay, right? Yeah, in comparison to people around the world who move out at sixteen, right? So their relationship yeah. with their parents would be is different. I mean, they're independent from such a young age. Yeah, so yeah. I think I consider myself lucky that I got to move out at a younger age than most Indian kids, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it, yeah. So I, I, I mean, not just independence and just you know freedom to make decisions, but my parents saw me as an adult when I moved to college, and just had a lot of respect. I mean, of course, they had also moved around the country for work mm-hmm. and childhood, all of that, but they had a lot of respect, just more respect for me because now I was living on my own in a way, and I think that changed because then they all treated me as an adult, mm-hmm. and. And that gives them confidence of, you know, this guy's going to, you know, do okay in life. It doesn't mean that, yeah, everyone moves out and everyone does things on their own. So it's, yeah, like, I didn't do something unique or very mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But for them, it was a, but even for them, it was a transition into, oh, I think he is now able to, you know, leave the nest and do things on his own. Mm-hmm. And so then, the you know, they worried less about me or my mm-hmm. mom was less anxious about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the first few months was really bad, I guess, because... Oh, I remember you used to go home every month, right? No, that, that was no, no, that was not my parents' fault. That was because I was homesick. That because you were, were homesick, yes, see them as much as possible. Because I thought that was the end of the world. That, oh, I'm, this is, I'm never going to see my parents again. <laughs> That's how I went home. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm saying for them, they worried. So, again, so I think that led to just me becoming more, uh, I mean, they gave, gave me more freedom with my decision. So, they trusted me more to handle my own life versus. When I was back home, versus my friends who are, I mean, some friends of mine are still living at home in Bombay or whatever. And again, I'm not commenting on how that goes for everyone, but their relationship with their parents is still very, I mean, they're very dependent on their parents, mm-hmm. even to this date, which is fair because I'm I'm sure that they're, you know, they haven't got that parents. exposure yet, right? They, I mean, everyone yeah. will get it eventually. Yeah, so again, uh, that timeline is totally different for us. Mm-hmm. In seventeen, for some people around the world, it's fifteen or 15, I don't know. It's yeah, something like that. yeah. So again, but I just think it's lucky that we got to do it huh. when we did. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of you know maybe not knowing what that's like, I think that was really important for my relationship with my parents. I guess. And then I remember you told me that now in the COVID time when you went went back home, it was so, sort of different. You felt different, not like. Like at the age of seventeen, when you were, when you were desperate to go back home versus you know at twenty two. Yeah, it was completely different because I had imagined, like I said, I just wanted to go, you know, live that life again because that was my comfort zone. I had been outside my comfort zone. But then when I went back in COVID, 
after a few months, again, there was nothing bad. There was nothing annoying or wrong about it. But I felt like just leaving again and going out again. Because that had become the new norm. The norm. And even for my parents, I think. They also hadn't lived with me for three odd years. Uh-huh. So just me, just my habits and the way that I change, you know, the way that I live. I mean, in college, I lived like an animal, right? All of maybe, uh-huh. I don't know what you get. But living like an animal. So going back home and just, I don't know. Being you can't like, live like an animal. disciplined sort of life uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. That was a bit new for me and them also. So I yeah. maybe in lockdown, that's what changed because I suddenly realized that, oh, this is exactly what I'd wished for like three years ago when I came to college. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But now all I want to do is go out and live on my own again. Which was really weird because that it is something completely unexpected, I would say. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Shruti? Yeah, um, so I I kind of relate to the COVID part a lot. Mm. But anyway, um, I kind of figured out... Can you come again? What's the question exactly? <laughs> Not exactly a question, but uh, yeah, tell us oh, your yeah. story on, on, on you know, when did your... Uh, like, when did you realize that your relationship with parents is changing? Okay, yeah. So, I kind of figured this out way younger, like in 6th, mm. 7th standard, mm. uh, when I would go out to school and see my friends and see how close they are to their parents. That's when I kind of un- understood that, okay, this is something with what I have with my mom uh, specifically is not something that's right or healthy in a way. Mm. And uh, I kind of, we've had arguments about it in and out I kind of uh, saved it up for me for a lot of years and then probably in 10th grade or something there were a few outbursts and that's when Mm -hmm. in 10th I've realized that the only way for me to fix myself first and then my relationship with my family was to go out so I've gone to Hyderabad for my studies in 11th and 12th and but I couldn't stay there for longer uh, because it was it was too young. I was just out of 10th grade and I've gone to Hyderabad and I had to do so many things by myself because I was staying in hostel and everything. I got really scared. So then I thought, okay, maybe I'm missing my parents. I was wrong all this while because, you know, I, I thought going out will fix things for me, but I've come out and it didn't. Like, I'm... You're right. oh, what a mess is this? Yeah, I, because I used to really miss my dad and I assumed that I miss my whole family. Like, I thought... Is something is really wrong with me and I made a mistake mm-hmm. and my parents my mom has shifted to Hyderabad again for me because mm-hmm. I used to cry a lot and I would really miss home okay. and then mm-hmm. after she shifted to Hyderabad was when I kind of understood that okay this is a blunder I should really start living on my own it's okay It'll take me a bit because uh-huh. I'm really young but then mm-hmm. after that I've pretty much been on myself you know like I Koda mm-hmm. I was all alone. I I would do so many things all by myself and I would feel like a total grown-up. And then I would go to college. Once I went to college, everything for all those four years, all the vacations, I was outside. So the interaction between me and my family would be like maybe three, four days a year. Mm. So it was very limited, very limited in the right amount. Three days is where we can bear each other. After three days, it gets (laughs) well. So, after college, like in college, everything was right. Everything was going my way. But definitely, I always lived it up in life, you know. There was a life which my parents didn't know about. Uh, It could be the way I dress, which they would definitely have problems with. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, XYZ, so many things that my parents... Like, my mom is so against me 
she was always against me talking to guys okay all my school she would just tell me that men are really really bad people and i shouldn't ever have guy friends and all of that mm-hmm. so as i said all she thought it was any wrong though <laughs> <laughs> no so all this that's all i'm saying yeah maybe but yeah so she she would say all of this okay and she if in college she would come over to college once in a while like probably once in two years and if she sees any guy waving at me or saying hi she would get like really really angry and all of that and right now i'm 24 she's like i think it's time you start talking to guys oh you know and God. go out and meet people they hypocrisy Yeah. She's like, do you want to meet this guy this weekend and just catch up for coffee and see how you like him and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. So the dynamics have really changed. Change, yeah, uh, drastically. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, you're the you're the girl on this podcast. So one one thing exclusively to you, like, what is uh, what is it like to be? A, I mean, I'm sure you have you had your challenges. What were the challenges being a girl and like being like an elder sibling? What was that like? One, I wouldn't be allowed to any birthday parties post six pm. Mm. Six pm was the cut off because I was a girl, and even if it's somebody next lane or next whatever, mm. you know, I would just not be allowed to go. Two, I would as a girl, and I don't know, maybe it would be very stupid for you guys to listen to this, but I wouldn't be allowed to get my hair cut. Yeah, everybody would get like the slayer cut and. You know the well, then, like you mean streaks and stuff. Yeah, not streaks, just a haircut, like okay, which just looks fancy. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. no streaks is very dour ki baat. Like in my uh, sixth to tenth grade, which is mm-hmm. the biggest phase of my life that I remember, uh-huh. nobody uh-huh. had streaks. They just had the haircut and all. So my mom would like oil my hair, braid it into two braids, and tie them tightly. Okay. And six days of the week, I would have oil in my hair. And one day, Sunday, where I'm at home, I would, I would have, you know, open. I would, I would be allowed to open my hair and like dry it and all of that. But Monday, before I go to school, it has to be oil. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear anything except long, full sleeve kurtis all my childhood. Okay, it was okay. so bad. So these are the things that add to me as a girl because all of this is something. That would like I you as a kid you always want to show off and you always want to be with being yeah there's a, there's this pressure obvious. of being cool right in the end cool yeah and fitting in so ah. you know a lot of my friends would you know definitely they were also kids I wouldn't blame them for anything mm. but they would also like judge me and mm. not want to be friends with me because I was not that cool enough for them mm-hmm. and yeah it was that this this whole part like I always felt that if I were a guy. At least these three, four things would have not been there in my life. It would have been a tad bit easier. Because even till today, if I travel, I still travel, and my parents are. I I I've been vocal about it. I've been honest about it recently after I started working, saying I'm going to X Y Z place, and they still have a problem with it. But my brother, he doesn't go anywhere, and you know they're just like, why are you not going out? Why are you not traveling? Why are you not going exploring the world? Okay. Yeah, so there's a very clear shift in dynamics. Got But co- coming back to what we were talking about, the biggest turning point in my life is mm. was lockdown, because all my life the whatever I fought for was to stay out of home, because mm. that can help me have a decent relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. and 
it's sort of superficial you know we're just mm-hmm. talking on the phone they don't know much about my life and it's good that way for both of us but then when i had to go back and it was really bad it was 4-1 which is our placements yeah placements placements yeah fourth year basically yeah fourth year which is very scary because still third year we are in a very comfort zone and we don't know what's hitting us in fourth year and i didn't know anything i don't know what i wanted to do because it was just extremely clueless and it was lockdown but uh yeah it was i could easily say it was my lowest and uh, but it was the best also because i could come out of it and i could do amazing i mean i i could find what i wanted to really do outside finance and outside you know coding which is the only which are the only two streams that were there when we were in fourth year mm-hmm. right now yeah. it's opened up a bit uh yeah, people, yeah, yeah. yeah see non tech as a serious career choice but mm-hmm. back then it, it was something that i could make breakthrough and understand see it for myself and that that's the first time in all my four years of college covid that i took my my career seriously and i really built up for it and i studied and i really took care of it mm-hmm. uh, that's because there was so much going on and it was the only way for me to die you know deviate and divert my mind from everything mm-hmm. but yeah after that uh, like even till today me and my dad have serious conversations about uh you know parenting about childhood trauma and i do keep i i mean he does know that i've seeked out and taken therapy and you know kind of and you know distance myself from everything and i'm able to see it that way he does know that uh and he does meet me midway so that we can sit down and like both adults have conversations of where what went wrong and where could have something been right with not only respect to us but with respect to people around us mm-hmm. and yeah you know, yeah, so, yeah good good job that you know you're seeking therapy because and plus not a lot of people are comfortable sharing that so you know good job on that okay. yeah i i for me i'm very uncomfortable with people who are, who don't seek out help because i think all of us in some way do need help you yeah. know i yeah uh, i don't know like i ha- have these conversations so i when i travel i do meet like complete strangers so mm. it's very comfortable for me to have these conversations mm-hmm. with strangers because they, they they don't know me and they're not going to know me after that 3 mm. 4 days trip so mm. i see so many people even today being so uncomfortable about seeking help and mm. uh, you know it scares me it really mm. does yeah mm. uh yeah that was you know very well said especially on the part of like being a girl and uh, you know handling because yeah. like like you and my sister and my sister had way i'm pretty sure she had way more uh, issues than me growing up yeah. again first child right you know, like parents were figuring out like what values they want yeah. to pass on and stuff so things like that uh, but yeah to talk about uh, my really i mean when i realized my relation was changing was again again stems out from you know when i you know moved out at 17 and you know came to hyderabad uh again uh being the younger child it took, it had its privileges and it had its challenges like i like there were two big challenges like one was when my sister went from 10th grade to 11th grade so that time basically i was alone in school okay so that was a time that was the time i realized oh sh- okay there's i mean i could do whatever i want like there's no i mean I've, like when when sister was there around in school uh i sort of 
realized they have to be less chaotic okay and uh, when when she left i realized okay and now i can be very chaotic and so i can i can play pranks with my friends which uh, she won't see and stuff like my sister used to come and watch me okay in uh, lunch breaks and stuff um, oh <laughs> yeah it was i mean just to make sure i'm okay like she was very protective of me and stuff here yeah so uh, so when when she left 10th when she graduated from 10th grade and went to le- pre university that's the 3 years i had in in cambridge where i did my uh, schooling that was the time i sort of en- i enjoyed more that okay chalo now i can play pranks with my friends and nobody's going to watch me and stuff so that was one incident okay and basically when when like in terms of parents also right like you have instead of having both your kids going to the same school one is going to one's taking a bmtc bus and going um, to pre university and the and the other is like my grandpa used to drop me in school bus and stuff like that that's mm-hmm. a different thing for them also right like it's instead of having one focus you're having two main focuses right so that was different in a way and uh, basically that that's when it separated like that's when instead of both first growing up together that's when we started growing up separately so uh, that was the starting point but again the major point was uh, when i moved out i realized that because my sister has yeah because my uh, sister has traveled with family and she knows relatives 3 years more than me i am in terms of making a connection that was a very big challenge when i came to bits i realized that okay wait how do you make friends with people and stuff because i've never done it before uh so like you know when relatives come over i'm not the guy who approaches them because again they know my sister they don't know me they don't even know me by my actual name they know me by my pet name so okay that that list, that growing up was like it sometimes when when uh, relatives come over it feels like it's a totally different world when they're talking to my sister and when it's talk when they're talking to me it's a totally different thing so that was a challenge so again this this was a very big challenge in uh, college i didn't know how to make friends and uh, again but when your when your whole life has been one has been focused on academics and getting into mains when you go to college right. you realize oh wait now i have to develop my own thought and stuff yeah you know when when you start to develop your thoughts you sort of start to think about these things and you sort of at least acknowledge that okay chalo this was a challenge and i'm going to overcome it basically yeah yeah so i started basically i started getting my own thoughts in college when i moved out and uh, and yeah it's just see when when you're alone you sort of uh, i mean living by yourself is also a challenge okay it's not i mean we make it look easy because we're used to it and you know we enjoy it also uh, but again when you go back home it's like you when you get breakfast in bed and stuff you you enjoy that also so you're not going to say no to that so yeah like both it's just two separate two very different things and i enjoy both and again living by myself is probably more it's better of course it's better because uh, you you get to focus on your career you get to do what you want for example that uh, you know when i'm at home i i'll be in my room but then when when the lights are on and stuff uh, like parents and i used to live with my grandparents also they they used to you know come and check that are why are you still awake why are you not asleep and stuff mm-hmm. I, I, when i tell them i'm i'm gaming okay i'm playing with my friend they were like are why are you playing 
you should sleep at this time. So I mean that's fine. But now again, when I'm living by myself, I don't have to. Like I can sleep by whatever whatever time I want. I can play. I can play at like you know. I can wake up at six a.m. and then play with my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that freedom is there, and uh, yeah, uh, basically the challenge was, uh, you know, when I moved out, I sort of realized realized that okay, I've have to develop my thoughts, and you know, I can do whatever I want. So that was yeah. a th- very turning point in terms of relationship. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I also feel that you know, just adding in a bit, I also feel the freedom that comes with staying alone is a little bit dicey, because I I've see. seen. dicey yeah because i've seen a lot of my friends misuse it and you know just they just fall into a trap correct that when... that's also again yeah uh, like uh, um, our parents have raised us in a way that you know we sort of know that okay we there's also have a curry that there's a line you don't yeah. cross that you enjoy yeah. the freedom but don't cross any line and stuff cross any line yeah so you know very fortunate again spending habits is something i mean spending exactly. habits is something i i which was a good thing from them i gained it and you know now i'm doing it better than what most people are managing to do so. exactly same i also feel that so just to give you an example a small story one of my friend she was she she's she comes from a really rich family yeah. xyz and she's really pampered and all of that but yeah, yeah. she's somehow is pampered but restricted at the same time so the moment she got out of her house uh she she would burn more than she's earning you know yeah, that, just that, because of uh-huh. that's 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 a thing that that's a yeah. lesson that you need to learn man yeah yeah so it, it was really bad on her because at mm-hmm. one point she was just all in debt you know she just had so much of credit mm-hmm. and yeah so that that's as I, i've seen that so many times happen that you know the moment people get out of their parents house yeah. they just don't know what to do with mm-hmm. so much freedom yeah also now i'm very comfortable saying no to people when when my, my when my expenditure limit is reached that let's say yeah that yeah. let's say Same. you know there are friends who go out every weekend then you wouldn't want to go every weekend you would probably want to go out you know once a month or like once every two weeks or something like that then you you just tell them no hey, sorry my especially now like you know i'm living in the us right now and you know you know looking at the rupee to dollar prices daily i'm just like okay chalo there's a limit to how much i can spend like in mm. india also i wouldn't mind you know going with my expenditure habits here i wouldn't mind going out in india every weekend and stuff but uh, mm. yeah but for where me, of yeah, for me for me also personally i i don't enjoy spending my money on clubbing or partying because mm. I I do so many other things that gives me much more thrill and much more fun. Yeah. So like ex- this, so I feel experiences yeah. uh, for me at least experiences are better than like clubbing or something. Yeah, yeah. So that spending on travel yes, but like I would think twice before you know spending on clubs or like parties. Yeah, exactly same. So what I do is that the time I'm not traveling, I'm just at home. I'm just eating home food, making trying out different things at home, reading at home, just finishing my work on time or finishing up a bundle of work so that when i travel it's more free so yeah. my expenditure at home is literally nil other than the basic house expenses because that correct that i've you know i've noticed that you know when you're mm-hmm. at home you don't spend like your parents are taking care of you you're not spending money or something like i realize now that okay whatever i've earned in the one year of work i didn't spend in that one year because i was at home yeah. so 
your relationship with them now considering the fact that you know you're aware of how you grew up and yeah just basically you know what is your relationship with them now uh, um i think again like i said it's been almost 5 years since i left goa and then barring lockdown i was again out for even the first half of last year whatever now in separate continent altogether but yeah it's a lot better i think because mm-hmm. i finally understand especially what it takes to be out there and make a life for yourself because my mm-hmm. parents did that and i never really forget appreciation of that i just never un- realize what they had done with their lives mm-hmm. and it's incredibly tough for every every yeah. nerd no matter where they came from i don't know mm-hmm. i think it's universal that if you are again if you are making a life for yourself then it's difficult anyway yeah so now i appreciate it a lot more and yeah just it's it's a lot better in the sense that i now no longer blame them for a lot of the things that i had issues with at all and it's it's not about me forgiving them or something like that because i don't believe i am in a position that to feel comfortable to uh-huh. me yeah uh, in a way because again they were first time parents it's not like i they have any accountability to me in the absolute sense of course if they've done something uh that has really affected me i would probably bring it up and you know have a conversation and then see how, where it goes but otherwise i would say i don't blame them for a lot of the things now because i see that i'm going through similar you know similar experimental things in my youth which i'm sure that there's no right or wrong way if you're going through life on your own and you figure out something on the spot and then let's say you have a kid at the time then you just go with it i don't think they knew that there was a right or wrong way neither will I know when I have a kid, I don't know one day if at all, if that's the right thing. All, all I would know, I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, because yeah, some yeah, sometimes things happen. But no, but no, my point is that there's no way that I will even let's say if I have a kid, I, there's no way that I'll know what I'm doing is right. I just yeah, I have some reference to base it on. Um, the worst case would be that I won't repeat the mistakes that I think my parents made. That's all I could. Okay, do. ha. uh but otherwise i'll just do what i think is best at that particular time and sure maybe 10 years later my kid will come to me and saying kya kar diya tumne and said this sir yeah this is so tough to me so again yeah so it's fine i think again it's a and like i said they i know that they want to or had wanted to improve at the time because i see them doing a, a i mean a mountain of difference in how they brought me up and how they bring my sister up right and i'm really yeah. glad that my sister is getting that version of my parents because i'm i i am happy it's not i don't have a sort of i don't have angst against my sister saying you know i'd got the bad deal mm-hmm. uh, i mean the bad end of the stick but you're getting all the <laughs> wait one one question to both of you parents one question to both of you do you both envy the younger child mm-hmm. not envy of course but i'm actually happier that uh, huh. Again, like I said, of course they. And again, this, she's a my sister is a different person, so it's yeah. not like my parents yeah. treated her in the same way. I like I'm sure Shruti will agree. Even 
Yeah. Barring the fact that you know there's a patriarchal structure, you always favor the boy more. The the your sibling will anyway be a different person. So it's not like mm-hmm. they can accord the same treatment that they mm-hmm. did to you. But I'm actually glad that my my relationship and again like Shruti said. Actually, you said that you had a th- you had a third parent. So yeah, for me and probably even for Shruti, it's like being the third parent. Yeah. So that also changes a lot because they did actively share a lot of that responsibility with me mm-hmm. to you know, and they trusted me enough to parent my sister. Guide, guide the basically. Yeah, and I think they're very happy with how my relationship with my sister has turned out because I don't know. She's now she's grown up, so she's. Probably one of my closest, you know, my best friend, probably something like that. Yeah, and that's uh, so she wasn't like, when she was a kid. Huh. Yeah, like being being. But being now she's old enough for me to, you know, yeah, like like yeah. you said, be just be a third parent versus you being, you know, yeah. having a third parent. It, it it correct like being being a younger child. I can say that you know, like I can share stuff easily with my third parent or like third parent yeah. being sister. It's way easier to like talk to your sister right than to your parent. About like yeah, issues that think, you face, and they are much happier because now I can. I mean, throughout my childhood, I have actively butted in whenever I saw something going wrong with them parenting her, mm-hmm. and I could. Re- so I had the courage, or maybe I had just the agency to voice that out in the house and say that you know, you know, cut us some slack, or trust me, she's doing fine. I don't know something like that. Uh-huh. So I was always more on her side than I, you know. So mm-hmm. not even like mediator. I was generally on just her side. Mm-hmm. So I could just stop a lot of any sort of miss, you know, mismanagement. Yeah. That's, and I think I'm. I think they also they very like gracefully accepted. It. I don't think they went in a way where they said that we don't respect our opinion and we really let us do our job. I think they were open enough to accept that I know her better, or I just I'm I would know that generation of people better because like I mean, I feel I have a generation gap with my parents anyway. And for for yeah. my sister, it's even younger. She's Aryan, yeah. whatever Gen Z, I guess. So mm-hmm. I feel a generation gap with her on most days. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine what their sort of you know their miscommunication is like. Oh yeah, right. Think, like yeah, they they grew up with social media. For us, social media was like a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's now it's I see as see it as my responsibility to sort of bridge the gap. Because I'm the only one that sort of understands both sides. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, so. It's a lot better now. And again, it's not easy because it's where I'm living in a completely different time zone. So I wish I had more time with them. That's all I can say. But otherwise, I think yeah. But I'm glad that now my sister, like you said, when your sister left the house for her college, and you had alone time with your parents, that's very critical because you your sister had three hours three years. Uh, Extra with them, right? Like yeah, yeah. before you came along, <laughs> I similarly had five years of just life with them, and now I think it's their time to be just with <laughs> a sibling, and that's necessary. I don't think that's yeah. a bad thing. I think that's very necessary because you had a similar, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's important for their dynamic to sort of mm-hmm. even out and treat each other, and however yeah. you know just. Basic, whatever, natural selection or something, just settle yeah. down like, some dynamic. Yeah, like you got extra five years, right? So I think like you and your sister needs that five years to just. I mean, it's obviously not happening at the same time frame. Like like you got the time from zero to five. Let's say she's getting that time from let's say thirteen to eighteen, something like that. Yeah, and I, I think we. I always make the mistake of thinking that it is just my relationship with my parents, which, like you said, is the topic of this podcast. But you completely forget that it's exactly the same with her. I mean, your sibling and your yeah. Yeah, and you sometimes forget that they have as strong a bond, or they were as strong, or just 
as important an equation as you do with your parents. Yeah, yeah. And you completely forget that because you think, ah, to itna choda. I used to think that a lot. Ki, ha, ito hai. I don't know. <laughs> but I disregard that. <laughs> ah, but I'm saying, I, I would say that it, I, I forget that a lot. So I'm saying it's yeah. for them, their equation is as good as a single child with their parents, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, you would think of your equation with your parents as how important a single child would think of their parents, right? Yeah. So, so if you like even the even just like just separate the two it's you have to give them their space also which is which i think is natural now because let's say for you and i or even shruti you're in a different city right so it's not like you're with them every day so you are i think i'm very happy to see that playing out and i wouldn't want to interfere or you know do anything that sort of upsets that <laughs> yeah so uh yeah uh shruti what was you, uh what would your story be here um most of what nirmit said only uh i sort of kind of found a middle ground with my parents right now mm-hmm. where things work out for both of us i mm-hmm. i'm still learning though there's so much more i still have to figure out and deal with you know and definitely therapy helps me with that uh mm-hmm. i i do i don't blame my parents i used to blame my parents for a lot of things as a kid mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. I used also, to like, do that. When, when we're younger, we just want to like be a rebel and like not yeah, things like that. Not exactly. So I I do I do understand the space they come from. I do understand how my mom was grown up. I do understand how my dad, you know, was brought up. So you know, it's really different, and it's always gonna be like that. You know, I I do realize that you know maybe sometime later when I have kids, which is something I really always wanted, because mm-hmm. since. since i i assumed that you know i've had a very bad childhood i've always mm-hmm. wanted to have kids and i want mm-hmm. to treat them nice and give mm-hmm. them everything i couldn't have but i know that when i'm going to do that there's going to be a huge generation gap with yeah. them because you know i was in lakshadweep for december mm-hmm. and i was talking to a teacher mm-hmm. who teaches in a pune uh, okay no 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 who teaches in a pune id school So IB okay. schools are like extra fancy. They they do do the international syllabus something, mm-hmm. and you know they focus only on extracurricular activities and not studies. That's mm-hmm. their curriculum. Mm-hmm. It, you know you have to pick up a music instrument. You have to pick up a sport, and you know so she teaches us in one of those schools, and the kids there are unimaginable. You know you and I can't even imagine what the you kids know, are. Yeah. Are like so like I, they come. I, I, yeah to talk yeah. about an incident of where me interacting with ib people uh, i remember going to some fest in some college fest in bangalore uh, it was by yeah. this school called tisb which stands for the international school bangalore so basically yeah. yeah i'm sure you know about the school right so basically when i went to that school i'm like oh wait these people are my age but how are they so different than me like yeah i know they have iphones and stuff at the age of 17 when i had like a moto g2 which is like yeah. 10 times the price and stuff i'm like wait this is a totally different concept and yeah. like it it i realize okay there there'll always be some people who are uh, yeah i feel the way different yeah. manner that you can't even yeah. relate to yeah, yeah. so i'm, I'm not sure now, i'm the next generation is basically going towards that towards that it's 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 just not about having phones now it's much more than that you know No, but you know these kids are like you know they at fourteen they have blue color, red color hair, pink yeah, color hair. Yeah, 
and you know i can't imagine my kids coming up to me and saying all of this you know and it's easily going to be like you know 10 years down the line yeah people you know they'll come up to you and say things you will never imagine they'll mm-hmm. say can i go live in with my boyfriend at 12 and mm-hmm. you know if you're a cool parent you're expected to say okay yeah i guess so yeah it's there's all it's always going to be hard parenting is really complicated mm-hmm. something i've understood but you know thanks to the awareness thanks to a lot of people being vocal about it and thanks to a lot of social media it mm-hmm. the little good parts of social media where you know there are so yeah. many concepts going around there's so many people yeah, talk think, about yeah, it i didn't think i would ever say this but i think social media is getting better better yeah in a way it, i mean again depends on what you see like you if you if you exactly. if you have friends or posting stories of clubs and stuff then you're probably not following the right people right but, people uh, exactly yeah. so i i like follow 2 3000 people and mm-hmm. everything i follow feeds me in a way i yeah. if i open my social media i learn about how to figure out my finances i learn about how mm-hmm. to maintain my house better i learn how to pay, be a better parent like i follow so many parenting pages and they're really <laughs> nice they give such nice and insightful information because if it's not going to help me only understand how to be a better parent it's going to help me understand what went wrong and how can i fix yeah. it for myself yeah. you know and yeah so it's very tricky i understand that a lot but definitely uh, growing up has been really hard but what always puts me in my place is to figure out to to re uh imagine for myself what my privilege is mm-hmm. i know i come from a very privileged place uh, compared to the rest of india and it always puts me back into my place and makes me understand mm-hmm. that you know listen there are bigger problems that people face so my problems are not that important so that gives me a lot of perspective yeah. and yeah i it's always a journey uh, that you will have with your parents it gets better sometimes it's it runs on a very thin line uh, recently 3 4 months ago me and my family took the first vacation ever after 2 oh, yeah. years uh, yeah how how did that go you told me about it and really follow up yeah, on that yeah it, it went amazing mm-hmm. we were in meghalaya and you know there were definitely tiny tiny you know fights that kept coming up but mm-hmm. you know the last vacations were was you know it's always everybody's just screaming at each other but mm-hmm. this was like the first time even my mom could get out of her space and enjoy enjoy the views enjoy mm-hmm. you know the nature and it was really really good for all of us yeah i remember you, know? you told me before the trip that oh my god 3 4 days on the plane that's going to be so tough what was yeah like i that? was dreading it i was seriously dreading it because i have to be really mature i have uh-huh. to be cool and i have to help my parents find a middle ground with uh-huh. each other so it was something i was really dreading but mm-hmm. i'm so glad i pushed for it and a lot of dynamics changed so you know even financial independence i think every person needs financial independence okay i'm all up i'm 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 never going to be okay with somebody saying i just want to live off my wife's money or i want to live off my husband's money that's for me is all one second one second uh Because yeah. because you said this thing, uh, you reminded me of this uh, person that I follow on Instagram. Nirmit also follows that person. There's this person called uh, Puneet Superstar uh, and Deepak Kalal. <laughs> okay. You should you should follow his content. He like gives a totally own say to this. Yeah, I wa- I really want to live off my wife's money. Oh, see <laughs> see that is that is the perspective. I know I know a lot of people do. 
but i'm just like very against it i don't know i mean i think financial independence gives you a lot of freedom so that helps me a lot with my parents too also because now i can afford things for them i can afford a vacation for them and all they kind of listen to me and like you know give me more respect in terms of letting me make decisions like i can see this shift as a kid if i would involve in a decision making process as small as picking the menu or picking out what to what food to eat at a restaurant they would just be like no you don't know this they would say you don't know this no don't and now i get to plan trips i get to take care of where they stay i get to do mm. everything for them so yeah. a lot of things change as you grow up and they start believing you for who you are mm. so yeah that's there but i think parenting is very tricky business and you know i would always believe that everybody should go for like a course a six months course before they decide to become a parent you know they should take a six months course and like yeah. figure out how to do it right i think that should or be the next is really or watch this really cool uh, romcoms where there's i mean i again i i think i have the single dad fantasy in, in some way i'm saying that yeah. is really cute movies which show the best of again it's like it's just great with single dad If I this series are or like Lee Phillips in Seattle, okay, huh? Again, so those I, romance and that little kid. Okay. Yeah, I so I would binge on this show called Gilmore Girls. It's about a mother. <laughs> oh yeah, we also watch that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's it's like goals for me. You got it. Uh, yeah, that that was amazing. Uh, to give a. different perspective than both of you in terms of you know being the younger child what is my relationship yeah. with them now i would say that uh, again you know it i would say the relationship has been constant since covid covid was a unique thing but i'm very like i'm very glad that it happened because i'll tell you why mm-hmm. i mean of course people died that was very bad and stuff but personally oh, yeah, no, was, how, yeah. what had happened was uh, you know my sister is always i mean she again three year head start right so she has had you know time to spend with family and again mm. uh, she went to do her masters in uh, 2017 the same year you and i stepped out okay so for parents it was a totally different like for them all it also it was a big step like okay we're not going to have kids around in the house anymore and stuff uh so basically both of us like she had spent three years more than me with parents right so mm. when covid happened I basically it was my time to be alone with my parents and I would say that you know since I'm very glad that it happened because I never had time for parents and basically the struggles or like the challenges which my sister had I or be, being like being like the attention of the house in a way I mean when you're the kid you're the attention of the house right so uh, yeah like she got that time i never had that time so i finally got that time so that's when i realized that's when i think i started being way more appreciative of like their struggle to get me here to wherever i go it will be a massive part of me anyways so that's when i started being way more appreciative of that and again uh sister is better in terms of handling relatives and stuff i don't think i'm still good at that because again i feel it's a lot of effort probably because of the way i grew up and i can't relate to you know the generation or like the people of that community and stuff um so again i've i've been trying to actively put effort into trying to know 
the roots of our family basically basically sister knows that way more than me and i'm sure being like both of you being the elder sibling i'm sure you you, you know your family better than or you know your roots better than your younger one right uh, yeah so that was something that i realized okay i've not spent enough time uh, that way in terms of family i need to do that more often so that was very good and uh, again uh, that covid time was very again it happened at a time when i was really low at my feeling low that it, it was like the third uh, second sem of third year right and we were supposed to have grad parties and stuff and like everybody was getting into again this rat race of uh, you know getting jobs getting internships and stuff yes. so it was getting to me and uh, again when the announcement happened that okay you can stay home i was very happy that okay finally you know i can get you know cool my mind off this uh, rat race and you know just spend time home you know think about stuff so you know went home uh, had a great time and again figured shit out um, what to do and like again when your parents are around you sort i mean you see the thing is when you when you're going home during covid time you you are sort of a person because you have your own thoughts and stuff right you've developed your own thoughts and stuff so when you go home initially it's a little tough let you know your parents say do this thing this way but then you know being like being a person with your own thoughts you want to do it your way you know even though you know that your parents method is right but you still want to do it uh and again my parents they weren't uh, angry at me for taking decision stuff they were like you know you're going to fail right i'm like ha i know i'm a fail but i still want to try it so uh, we've had you know this i've made mistakes during uh, covid times which i knew I was going to fail but uh, I still did anyways basically to learn that lesson myself to understand you know yeah parents have never stopped me from falling i mean they will advise me not to fall but i've fallen and you know they've be like how can i pick yourself up so mm-hmm. you know very glad that i got to learn that but uh, basically to sum it up uh, you know i'm happy with the rela- very happy with the relationship with them i appreciate them of their struggle of their upbringing in terms of the challenges that they had like like right now i'm in the us right by my like my mom and dad they had come over to us when i was 6 month old and i'm just imagining their struggle that like us isn't easy right i've realized yeah. four months coming here it isn't easy like you need to work so hard for each and every yeah. little thing so i'm just imagining that that at the age when dad was also pretty young at that time he must be 28 29 but like at the age of 28 29 mom also like same age right at the age of 28 29 taking both your kids into a different country 6 month i, I was 6 months old i was still i didn't have any immunity or anything like that so like their struggle to for our better future and stuff so it's crazy so you know i'm appreciative of these things and uh, yeah and of course you know i've had some struggles right uh in terms of the upbringing also so i'm able to have those honest questions with mm. them as well and like there are two calls that i have with home okay one is the daily call with my uh grandparents in terms of you know hi hello how are you mm. what did you with grandparents like they really want to know what you eat which is like a cute mm-hmm. thing okay yes, yes, yes. that is like a daily call which i have with them okay so that's one but then i also have the separate call with dad in terms of okay 
tell us that, that like something had happened last time when I had broken down and again I'm just able to have these honest conversations let me look okay what is your struggle tell me about it where where does it come from so basically with these conversations I'm able to address that okay hey I think Fiji wasn't the problem or anything it was just it it wasn't the problem it was just tough that I was doing these things that you know now I can't deal with failure and stuff so you know these problems are there in my personality and you like okay fine let's talk about it let's get over it and stuff so basically yeah i'm able to have honest conversations with them and you know there is no there's no fr- fr- friction right huh? there's no friction or anything now yeah it's just like co support and like ha huh, you we know you want to have a great future but there to help you it's not we're not there to envy you or like make it tough or anything it's like that now Yeah, that that's my story mm-hmm. and also like it feels very good when you know i won't say good but like you know when they ask you for like things like tech advice and stuff you feel like or right, <laughs> yeah. now it's our turn to you know take care of them instead of them taking care of us right what about yeah. that yeah so yeah that that feels great man when like sort mm-hmm. of see when our pens are also becoming old right so there is a point when you start taking care of them i think yeah. like i'm sure for being the elder sibling you must have got this thought earlier but i'm starting to get these thoughts now that okay chalo i'm i need to take care of them now yeah i i get this feeling when i help my dad invest and figure out his finances that's <laughs> it yeah. yeah so that that's a great feeling yeah um, but i feel yeah. so that they're getting worn like they have back issues they have yeah do those stuff but uh, i mean you sort of realize okay chalo now it's not about just about being independent you are sort of code about as a right word they are dependent on you after a while not dependent also but like you need to take care of them yeah so yeah um do we have any final thoughts or should we wrap up this episode Um I just want to I just want to say that mm-hmm. but, uh, you know um I think that parenting is definitely very tricky mm-hmm. but as a kid if you ever struggle with a parent I I just want to say that you know it always helps to reach out and understand because mm-hmm. there's a very thin line between strict parenting and abuse and I kind of know what it feels like to be you to be on that line and figure out what figuring out what is what so i think as much as we love our parents and we want to give them a lot of benefit of doubt abuse mm-hmm. is a parent abuse is a really you know hard thing for kids to figure out mm-hmm. so i think i wish people reach out more talk about it more and you know put it out there more so that you know parents subconsciously or consciously also know where the line is Mm-hmm. my final thoughts yeah yeah so that's exactly what i want to like add on top of i think it just it, since it's sort of india centric we have only known indian parents yeah and not known i mean of course you've not known any other sort of parenting right but i i i would say that looking at the cultures again i'm not comparing cultures as a whole but mm-hmm. we're taught really not i mean you're lucky if you get to question the elders in your house right mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. since the youngest stage you just start ki yahi hai just follow what your parents mm-hmm. are saying and to an extent that's great when you're young i mean when without conscious memory whatever i'm sure your parents have your best interest at heart and they'll you know guide you to your best future but once you're a bit conscious and if you have any thoughts that 
you know, that are conflicting with their values or even just what they do in daily life or how they treat you. Like I said, I would say that you should try to foster a culture of questioning your elders instead of just blindly following everything. And again, this might go into the thin line of abuse versus bad parenting. But you wouldn't, again, like I said, Shruti, for example, now probably is wise enough if she sees someone else's family and probably we can see that, oh, this is abuse and this is parenting. But if you're not, if you don't even try to question it yourself, you will never know. Um, so I think it's an, and it, there's no disrespect there. I think a lot of Indian par- children misunderstand that for disrespect, yeah. you know. Uh, they don't want to talk. I mean, they don't want to bring up difficult issues because they think that, oh, they've been taught to think that parents are their only, you know, absolute truth and we shouldn't question them. Exactly. I think just looking at the world as a whole, don't try to be a wise, you know, a wise ass and don't try to, uh, you know, and like I said, don't go into actual disrespect, but yeah, bringing things up and not accepting or not tolerating abusive parenting is a good thing. It's something that Indian culture, I think, goes horribly wrong in because we just naturally are born to believe that everyone who's what exactly. us is right. And that's not just parenting. It happens in like it happened with us in college. We just yeah. college in the first year and just thought, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Some, someone older than us by one year is yeah, is acting like the king of the world and stuff. Yeah. So and that's just college where you can flout around a bit. You can actually you are flexible and you can make friends. But scale that to all of India where parents are just hammering down all their values on children. I think it's good to be rebellious in that sense and question mm-hmm. what your parents again once yeah, you're yeah. conscious and once you can think for yourself yeah and that's not bad yeah. I think you should don't disrespect your parents and don't huh. do something crazy but also just don't take everything in just because someone older than you yeah okay uh, so that brings us to the end of the episode to summarize this episode I would say that uh, you know, everyone has a jo- struggle in terms of understanding their parents but as you grow up you sort of uh, just realize that okay you know they've struggled to get you here but also you've had your own struggle in terms of understanding but uh, when you grow up you sort of realize okay chalo I understand where they come from and I understand my issues now it's all good and after all we are running in circles right so with that <laughs> uh, by the end of this episode I'll see you guys in the next one bye bye thank you yeah it was great having you